and welcome to the entire Shofar channel and podcast. Um, we will be dealing with Glenn Beck, false teacher and a deceiver. Uh, we initially did a video all the way back in 2015, which is six years ago, which was called False Apostle Chuck Pierce Endorses Luciferian um, Glenn Beck. Um, the reason why we're doing something again and bringing um, attention to um, the body of Christ in regards to Glenn Beck. Um, Glenn Beck, he's been popping up a lot in regards to um, charismatic churches and evangelical um, churches with John MacArthur. And then also too, um, we know the connection with um, so-called Apostle Chuck Pierce. And some of the things that quote unquote Christians look at Glenn Beck as a hero to um, conservative Christians and conservative um, politics and all. But as believers, we have to be able to discern. Um, we have to be able to look at stuff from a spiritual aspect and also to um, we're definitely living in the last days. I'm going to go to very familiar passage of scripture in Matthew chapter 24, which Jesus warns us several times in the Olivet Discourse is not to be deceived. And Glenn Beck is definitely a deceiver. Um, we have to know that we definitely are living in the last days and um, Christians are aligning themselves again with his political views. And they're like, okay, he's very conservative and um, we have to connect. And he's our Christian brother, even though he's Mormon. And we really wanna get into what he really believes and is it truly biblical Christianity that he follows or it is a, another gospel. So when we look at Matthew chapter 24, and we're going to look at verse five, it says, for many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. When we look at verse four, let's go back up to verse four. He says, and Jesus answered, said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you for many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many. So in Matthew chapter 24, Jesus mentions deception at least four times. And this is one of the most dangerous things that um, we're seeing in um, Christianity is deception. Uh, we wanna point out the evils of the Democratic um, Party and we act like the Republican Party is the party of God, but we have to not be drawn into party lines. We have to be drawn into what the word of God says and following the truth of biblical principles. Now, Beck has his publication, The Blaze and just other things and all. And we just want to dive in and find out what his beliefs are. And he's posing as a Christian. Um, 
after um, evangelist Billy Graham or Reverend Billy Graham had passed away, um, Beck did an interview stating how Billy Graham said he was um, acknowledged Beck as a Mormon and a Christian. Uh, we know when Mitt Romney was running for president, I believe back in 2012, Joe Osteen acknowledged um, Mormons as Christian brothers. And you have to know what Mormons actually really believe the Church of Latter-day Saints is not, it's not based on the word of God. And then also too, just because Billy Graham endorsed or acknowledged him as a Christian, um, a good book to read, and I know a lot of people hold um, Billy Graham to a high esteem, but um, Kathy Burns has a book, Billy Graham and Friends, really exposes Billy Graham, um, some other things. He's very much involved in the ecumenical movement of forming a one world religion and just some of his connections um, with some ungodly people. So we have to be able to judge people, not by their gifts, not by their reputation, by the fruit that they bear. Does it line up with biblical truth? So um, some of the things that we'll examine, because we're going to replay the actual initial video um, broadcast that we did um, about Glenn Beck um, several years ago. Um, his book, The Seven Wonders, um, Seven Wonders That Will Change Your Life, is very laced with Luciferian things. And that's why Beck, his beliefs are much more Luciferian than it is Christian. So um, again, we've been seeing him popping up a lot. I saw one publication, um, the end time headlines, whereas promoting Beck's teachings that we live in perilous times and the way that he was going over um, Timothy and the use of the word of God, he was really mutilating um, the word and it was mixed with truth and error. So we see that this end time headlines publication is promoting Beck. We see John MacArthur um, is promoted back. We see charismatics that are provoke, promoting um, Glenn Beck. So we're definitely living in the last days. And one of the things that's going to give rise to the Antichrist, um, Paul says it best in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, that people will be given over to a strong delusion where they'll reject the truth and they'll believe a lie and they'll give the rise of the Antichrist and Glenn Beck is definitely operating in the spirit of Antichrist. And we will examine in this um, broadcast, this podcast, um, more detail about Glenn Beck. And welcome to the End Time Show for our channel. Today we'll be talking about false apostle Chuck Pierce endorsing Lucifer and Glenn Beck. Now, last week, my friend, Psalms 86, she did a video called Kabbalist Chuck Pierce Endorsing Mormon Glenn Beck. Now I'm gonna try to piggyback on what she's taught. I'll put that 
on the description her link to the actual videos very excellent teaching very excellent video um, she has some very excellent writings if you get a chance to visit her actual site but just kind of wanted to go over some things today in regards to how in the world that Chuck Pierce would put a mantle upon Glenn Beck considering not only Beck is a Mormon but some of the doctrinal beliefs that Beck still holds dear to his heart that most Christians don't even know and today we kind of want to expose some of the things some of the beliefs of Glenn Beck because the average Christian lacks discernment and lacking the word now right here we have Chuck Pierce answers critics of Glenn Beck's mandolin from Charisma magazine I'm just gonna read a few paragraphs the actual article and it talks about Pierce and the ceremony that he had at his church global spheres center and he talks about you know mantling back and you know he goes on some of the things that he did say initially when mantling back that Beck was called of God to be a voice of God to this nation and Miley Cyrus is also has a mantle and has something to do with this nation with young people and all and when you look at the fruit of these people it's totally contrary to the word of God so Pierce he considers himself a super apostle he's a in a new apostolic reformation he's considered an apostle and a prophet he believes in these um, seven mountains mandates where they believe that they're gonna raise up a generation that take over government entertainment and all different spheres in the earth and have dominion over the whole entire earth and then Jesus is able to come back which we know is not biblically sound we can't find that in the Word of God so I'm gonna go over to the video partially of the video of when Glenn Beck was at Global Sphere with Pierce and let's just take a look at some of the things in regards to this video Zip it. but Chuck it's it's an honor to be with people who understand the role of Israel. The role of Israel, when Benjamin Netanyahu came a couple of weeks ago, that was not a political speech. I didn't see anybody in the news that actually spoke. He said the words, I come to you as Mordecai. He, he came the week of Purim. Nobody was recognizing that except some Jews and some Christians who are paying attention. He was saying to us, he wasn't asking for our help. He was warning us, wake up America. You are Esther. You were born for times such as these. And if you don't, God will destroy you. Israel will be fine. We were born for 
such as this, it will be a true honor to repeat the lives of Cory Ten Boom and her family should it come to that. But now is the time to make our decision. It's not about the Jews and saving them. How arrogant of us. That's the Lord's job. It's about us saving us through him. It's us standing up and being his hands and his feet and doing exactly what he says. The Torah means instructions. That's what it means, instructions. Guys never read the instruction manual. When we read the instruction manual and we live the instruction manual, he will save us. He will save Israel. He will save the world. God bless you. Thank you. Wow. Wow. just heard what God is saying to this nation. Family, you and Barbara come up with me right quick. Keith, if you would. Glenn, when I was in Israel, something uh, happened, and I, I know it's for you. The, uh, uh, we, the last time we went, I went all over Israel. I go down where they have all the Tlaibs. I went to every shop in the old city, and I kept asking them for a fire Tlaib. And no one in all of Israel had a fire to leave. And so this time when I went back, we knew we were to uh, go down to the old city. When I walked in, remember when we went this summer when no one was going, the little lady started screaming, God sent you, God sent you, because nobody was down there. Nobody was helping them. There was no people down in Jerusalem. And uh, when we got down there, my son and daughter, uh, daughter-in-law had been down there, and they, she said, they made you something. And when I got down there, they had made me three tlips, one for me personally, one that I knew I was to take to South Africa, and one that I knew I was to give to the next generation in Israel. Well... When I got to South Africa, I heard the Lord tell me to give two other Talits and the one they made me. So the one that they had made that I still have, when Thelma, when I got home yesterday from Pittsburgh and Brian said you were coming, I knew it was for you. I knew they had made it special for you. And this was what they made. They made a fire to lead, and when she gave it to me, she said, the word over you is arise, shine. Your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Tanya, if you could run up here with Glenn, we want to we wanna give it. Now, Talit represents your mantle for the future. Pull it so they can see it, Jan. Your mantle for the future, it represents what God's saying to you. And I feel like God brought you, and for me to have this, and knowing that it was special made, and the reason I gave the other one they made me, when they got up to speak at the Global Economic Summit, they used the very scripture that they had woven into it. I knew I had to give it away. So I know this is for you too. 
I know this represents your future. And so what we want to do, we want to put it on you. I'm going to ask Barbara and I'm going to ask Falma, Keith. We have a lot of prophets in the house. I know being uh, from the background you're from, you know, prophets and apostles. And we have a lot of prophets in these house, this house. But I feel like God sent you to receive this from Israel, made special. And this represents where you're headed. And the Lord would say to you, there's fire in your bones that have that has never gotten unlocked. And that you're headed into a new season where you're going to be breathing fire. And where the accusations of the enemy would rage in this nation. I'm going to give you a platform where you speak that your fire, the fire I put in you, saith the Lord, will be greater than the enemy's fire. I say to you, you're going to be surprised in days ahead where you stand and what you say and how you lead a nation. For the Lord says, I destined for you to lead a nation. I destined for you to come to know me so that you could lead a nation. And Tanya, the Lord says to you, you're going to stand in places and you'll be like uh, uh, Abigail that says... This is the way we will reconcile this situation. For within you is a reconciling power. I'm going to stop right there because this video is pretty lengthy. Now, we see Pierce prophesying over Beck. And it's just like, okay, you're an apostle. Where's your discernment? Where is the actual voice of God. Now, Beck serves a different Jesus. Now, Pierce needs to ask the question, is he serving the biblical Jesus or the same Jesus that Beck serves? And we're going to kind of dive into some of the things that actually Beck believes. And by Pierce giving Beck this platform to speak at his church, you know, and other mega church pastors have given Beck a platform endorsing him you have John Hagee you have Joe Osteen you have these people that are endorsing this man and his Luciferian type doctrines and it's deception notice how Beck uses a lot of the lingo he's charismatic he knows all the church lingo and it's a way of spinning a web of deception and getting Christians that are ignorant, unaware, following these so-called apostles and prophets, these super apostles and prophets, instead of following the word of God. Now, I'm not of this opinion, whether it's me or anybody else that's teaching and preaching the word, believers must be like the Bereans. You must study the word for yourself to know what the word actually says and not what the man or the quote unquote man or woman of God is telling you. You got to search the scriptures for yourself, You, especially in this day and age. I want to quickly go over to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 13 and 15, because it's very relevant what we see in this mantling and what Pierce is trying to, to endorse and to place this mighty anointing up on Beck, Glenn Beck. It reads, 
For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. So, first of all, he's in, he's endorsing a man that doesn't believe in the biblical Jesus, number one. And he's transformed himself into believe, making us believe that he's an apostle of Christ, but he's a false apostle. It's... He's a worker of deception. He's deceitful. So he's putting this man that if he had discernment, he would know that Glenn Beck is working for the kingdom of darkness. That's this and no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So Satan can transform himself into an angel of light also too. This is therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the minister of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. So Satan's workers can transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, but it's a way of using light to deceive people. So true enough, Glenn Beck probably had a lot of things that he said in his message that was true, but... The heart of the matter is he serves a different Jesus. He serves a Luciferian type Jesus. His thought, press, thought process is very Luciferian and it embraces Luciferian type doctrines. But you have this quote unquote Chuck Pierce, the mighty man of God, the super prophet, the super apostle giving him this word so everybody that's following chuck pierce and thinks he's this great old almighty man of god are being led into deception that's why we got to follow the word of god i'm gonna go over to second peter chapter 1 verse 19 through 21 and it says we have also more sure word a prophecy whereunto ye do well, that ye take heed as unto the light that shineth in dark places until the day dawn and the day star rise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So, all prophecy has to line up with scripture, not things that are unscriptural. So why would you endorse somebody that's not scripturally sound, that's that's diametrically opposed to the true word of God? Now, when we look at Matthew chapter 24 and 11, and this is people, we have to really be aware that we're living in the last days. We're living in the end times. And it says, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. It says many false prophets are going to arise and going to deceive many. So we see the scripture being fulfilled. We see this even in this mantling, uh, Chuck Pierce mantling, Glenn Beck. And they transform themselves into messengers of light and it's deception. The false prophets, they're deceiving many. And what they're being used 
to bring a satanic luciferian agenda in these last and evil days to incorporate eventually a one world church now let's explore some of the things that beck actually believes and i'm gonna go ahead we're gonna move to the powerpoint and i'm going to go glenn beck's devilish luciferian doctrines and doctrines of devils now we're going to kind of look at some of the excerpts from glenn beck's book from 2012 the seven wonders that will change your life and this is very telling this book is about three years old but it explores a lot of glenn beck's doctrinal beliefs and what he actually believes so of course on a christian pulpit he's not going to expose all those lies so when you when chuck pierce endorses him all the people that follow him begin to follow Glenn Beck. And they believe that Glenn Beck is going to bring great revival to this country and overturn the tyranny of this evil government and all. And it's all deception and lies. That can't be done away until Jesus Christ actually comes back after the seven-year tribulation period to overturn this world system and establish a king, an everlasting kingdom. All right. But this book was written by Glenn Beck and Dr. Keith Ablow. All right, and let's go ahead and explore some of the excerpts from the book. And then what I may end up doing is, um, under the description page, I'll include a link that has some of the some of the book in there, and then I'll also have a link that the gentleman did an outstanding article exposing back several years ago in regards to this actual book now on page 80 or page 57 and 58 beck states in the book he states the following the third chapter of exodus helped me start to understand how crucial it was that my focus be on finding god not just in the seas or the cosmos but in myself so what he's stating is that he found God within himself. Then he states, furthermore, if God is everything and everywhere and is inside everyone, then I figured he had to be inside me too. Okay, that sounds just like Satan. It sounds just like the serpent in the garden. Let's go ahead and move on. Page 71, he states, divine power is still inside you. So it's reinforcing that Luciferian type doctrinal belief system and it's exposing the reader to this actual doctrine that Timothy says doctrines of devils, seducing spirits and giving people over to doctrines of devils. Okay, we look at page 254. He says this, he says, you won't doubt your ability to achieve what you want to achieve in this life because you won't doubt that God is not only by your side, but inside you. Page 283, he says, reach out to the people to steady them and enrich them and reflect back to them 
the light that comes from God inside them. So he's stating that everybody has God inside them, and that's not the truth. That's, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Beck promotes pantheism. And what is pantheism? I want to explore the definition of pantheism. It's the religious belief or philosophical theory that God and the universe are identical or implying a denial of the personality and transcendence of God, the doctrine that God is everything and everything is God. So this is saying that everything, what he is spewing out, this poison, these lies from Satan, that everything and everyone is God. So everyone has God inside of them. Again, we look at Genesis chapter 3, verse 5. The serpent lies, tells man are gods. That's, that's a lie. It says, for God doth know that in the days ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So, what Beck is building upon goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. Some of the very lies that the serpent, which was Satan, told Adam and Eve that you'll be as God. So, was he is exposing the reader to his book. That, yeah, hey, you're God, you have the divine power within inside of you, you have the power within inside of you, and that is not based on the word of God. So it's just like, okay, Chuck, Chuck Pierce, you're endorsing a man that believes that we're all gods. Come on now, you're an apostle. The apostle Paul would have discerned this in a heartbeat. So in a sense, I'm stopping right here to make a point and I'm going to move on. Pierce would have actually endorsed the woman that had the spirit of divination in Acts 16. He would have had her hosting prophetic conferences. That's the case because she had a true enough gift, but it was satanic. She had a spirit of divination that she was bringing our masters much gain. So we see how Beck is being used by the enemy to spread the gospel of Satan or Lucifer. Now, Beck says on page 149, Latter-day Saints do not believe that your chances ever cease even with death. They end only with the full understanding and denial of truth by your own exercise of real, of real free will, even then there is no lake of fire. So he doesn't believe that somebody will suffer through eternal damnation or, or judgment or sit at the judgment seat, the great white throne judgment where Jesus is going to deal with the penalty of sin. So in essence, Beck is like, okay, there's really no punishment for sin. Sinners aren't going to be eternally punished. Page 154, he states, as Keith likes to say, there's no original sin left in the world. 
everyone is just recycling pain now. So what's the what was the reason for Jesus coming down the earth to die for our sins and that we would have salvation and have eternal life in him if there's no sin left in the world. Jesus came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. So when we receive him and through the power of his blood, he's able to remove the sin from our life. But this is totally contrary to the word of God. Again, you look at Genesis chapter 3, verse 4. It sounds just like the serpent again. The stuff that Beck is spitting out is serpent-type demonic wisdom. And the serpent said unto the woman, you should not surely die. So in the excerpts of this book, you're looking at this. He's saying, hey, you know what? There's no penalty sin. Those, there's no lake of fire. You're not going to die. There's no original sin really left. Um, it's just a cycle of pain. Totally, again, contrary to the word of God. Now, Beck, he still embraces a lot of his Mormon teachings and Mormon doctrines. Now, we look at page 149 and 150 from his book. He says, I questioned everything and I could think to question about the earth. I went over my doubts again and again with the church bishop. I read everything there was to read on their website and every word of the Mormon doctrine. And I went to anti-Mormon literature for hints. But I found most of it to be unfair or unjust, plain wrong. I tried every trick I could think of to find a contradiction. The problem was that I couldn't. Mormonism seemed to explain the world and my place in it better than any other faith I had looked at. So he places the Book of Mormon above the Word of God. So he has more confidence in Mormonism than the actual biblical Jesus and the gospel of Jesus Christ. So it's totally contrary. Now, back, he even holds Mormon beliefs that Jesus was married. This is from his own words. Let's go ahead and we're going to play this actual clip. I, I, I was just looking at Time Magazine's top 10 conspiracies, and there's one I wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly believe uh, that Jesus and Mary Magdalene were married. Absolutely believe Really? That. Absolutely believe that. You can talk me into that. Yeah. Wow. It, only because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for a woman back then to be traveling that close to a man. It wouldn't, ha it wouldn't have happened. It just wouldn't have happened. Jesus would not have been allowed into a synagogue. Jesus would not have been allowed anywhere, anywhere near anybody. And it wouldn't have had any credibility. I mean, think of the Middle East the way it is with women now. Think about what it was 2,000 years ago. What pretty for women. And a bunch of guys traveling around with a woman? Unmarried? I don't think so. Now, as we see, he's on his own show and he's on his own turf. And he's saying what he actually really believes, that Jesus was married. And this is a Mormon belief in Mormon 
writings which will explore and when you hear things like this it reduces Jesus to being just another man it reduces him not being God manifested in the flesh it reduces him to just being just like us just an average guy and Jesus is not an average guy again he is God manifested in the flesh so we see how Beck does not believe in the biblical Jesus he believes in the Mormon Jesus he believes in this Luciferian type Jesus and we're going to this this is from from Mormon Apostle Orson Pratt's book the seer which he states the following this gives confirmation to what Beck is saying and he still holds dear his Mormon doctrine and I can't see the point why Pierce would not rebuke him instead of instead of cuddling him endorsing him and all he should rebuke him for his false devilish Luciferian doctrines but let's go ahead and read this is what Orson Pratt says in his book he says one thing is certain that there were several holy women that were greatly loved Jesus such as Mary and Martha and her sister and Mary Magdalene and Jesus greatly loved them and associated with them much and when he arose from the dead instead of showing himself to his chosen witnesses the apostles he appeared first to these women are that at least to one of them namely Mary Magdalene now it would be natural for a husband in the resurrection to appear first to his own dear wives and afterwards show himself to his other friends if all the acts of Jesus were written we no doubt should learn that these beloved women were his wives so this is confirmation to what Beck is talking about also on top of this a lot of Mormonism is borrowed from Gnosticism so Gnostic type doctrine so even in Gnosticism which the Da Vinci Code that Dan Brown wrote borrows from that stating Dan Brown says that Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene that's that comes from Gnostic Gospels which are very demonic and very satanic other quotes from false apostle Orson Pratt's book the seer he states we have now clearly shown that God the father had plurality of wives so God the father had multiple wives that's what he's stating one or more being in eternity by whom he begot our spirits as well as the spirit of Jesus his firstborn we have also proved most clearly that the son followed the example of his father and became the great bridegroom to whom kings and daughters and many honorable wives to be married that's page 72 of his book the seer from from Orson Pratt so again Mormon doctrine Mormon writings we see this is further confirmation of what Beck actually believes in his heart of hearts and it's outright rubbish it's outright 
demonic and his doctrines of devils. So, again, we know that Glenn Beck, when he's invited to these Christian churches, such as Chuck Pierce, and he says a lot of truth, and people, they want to bring this nation back to righteousness and all, they're under a strong delusion. They're being deceived. In Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 1 through 3, it states this. This is a warning. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. So when Chuck Pierce gives Glenn Beck a platform to speak and all these other Christian pastors who flock and try to endorse Glenn Beck, it's a trying of your heart that you really love God. Are you going to love Chuck Pierce? That man of God, the people that go to his church, are you going to love him more than Jesus Christ, more than the word of God? Because Glenn Beck, he may speak some truth, but on the other hand, he tells you to go and serve other gods. So I hope you've received something from this expose, um, teaching on Chuck Pierce, on mantling Glenn Beck and Glenn Beck is working a lot of deception within the Christian church and we have to sound the alarm we have to be aware of Satan's devices and we have to really know how to study the Word of God for ourselves so go God bless and we'll be coming up with some other things soon all right you guys have an awesome day